2: How, how closely did you follow the Rams draft picks? Do you feel like there's going to be any immediate impact there? Uh, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, so the one thing I don't think they get enough credit for is how well they have drafted the last few years. You know, everybody always says F them picks and the Rams have traded a lot of their first round picks. Well, you know what? I mean, a lot of those first round picks, those are fully guaranteed four-year deals for guys that are unproven. I kind of like the fact that the Rams were zigging while everybody else was zagging and they had a lot of people that came out of nowhere to play winning championship football with them. Nick Scott, you know, at safety, maybe not the best example since he's not there anymore, but um, they've drafted, I think better than they get credit for. When you look at some of their later round picks a Jordan Fuller, who's turned out to be a good player, you know, Brian Allen at center. I mean, they've had more guys like that than you realize over the years. And that's really going to be this, what they need the next couple of years. I mean, with as much as Aaron Donald makes and with the cap issues that they have, they need a bunch of these young guys that they've drafted this year, that they'll draft next year. They need a bunch of those guys to be able to play at at a winning level early on in their career the next couple of years. Ross, I, I'm curious
0: from your perspective, because you're not somebody that's closely associated with the Rams. So you're, you're back a little bit. You've been with a number of teams and, uh, and, and it's interesting because the Rams had a history here and then they uh, moved away. They became very much a part of St. Louis and, you know, won a championship there. And since they've been back, I don't know how much the area has really embraced them except of course when they're winning what is your (laughs) perception uh kind of a mac on a on a macro level of how how the rams are perceived in the league right now are they are uh, i mean is mcveigh getting credit for being the kind of coach that we think he is i mean obviously there is they 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 lost a lot to get that Super Bowl. And I think for fans, it was like, to us, that was worth it. What the repercussions have for that are, we, we won't really know for a while. But from your perspective, what's the league's pers- thoughts about what the Rams are now and, and what their future is in this league?
1: Yeah, I think, um, well, I think, number one, the league thinks that the Rams went all in to win a Super Bowl And that it worked, but it was a big risk and they very easily could not have won it, but it worked, but now they're facing the other side of paying those big contracts, giving up the money they did and the draft choices they did for Jalen Ramsey and and Stafford and all these guys. So I think that's the perception is that the Rams are kind of rebuilding. I, I think the perception is, the Rams are rebuilding, but it doesn't feel like they're going all the way in to rebuild, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. It feels like more of like a restructure, and I think that's because they have Aaron Donald. They have Cooper Cup, but they don't feel like they're a championship contender, and so then you have to start to wonder, well, then how long is Donald going to play? You know, How long is Matthew Stafford going to play? How long do the Rams want Matthew Stafford to be there? So that's the perception. I do think McVeigh is thought of as a really good coach, top 10 coach in the NFL for sure. But there's no question that last year took some of the shine off of his resume. I mean, up until last year, he was like boy wonder. He was fantastic, right? Mm -hmm. He had the best, what, first four or five years probably of any NFL coach ever. But then last year, that counts. I mean, he was head coach for all the games last year. That counts. And I think most people think that they'll be lucky if they get back to 500 again this year. So it's a great opportunity for McVeigh to get them above 500, nine or 10 wins, maybe more, and, and show just how good he is. In terms of the perception of the fans, uh, I think people are still skeptical of professional football fandom in Los Angeles. Yep. And I don't <laughs> think it's necessarily – you know, your fault because there was no team there for 20 years?
0: Our fault um, personally, the yes. this podcast the back. It is. It, it is. is. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs>
1: Well, I think, I think what I guess what I would say about that. And by the way, you guys are way ahead of the Chargers. Um, This is true. Never (laughs) made any sense to me to move two teams back at the same time. Yeah. I'll never understand that as long as I live. Yeah. Barely a demand for one team. They really, really put both franchises kind of in a bad spot by doing it that way.
2: Yeah, now we're now we're competing for a fan base against each other instead of having uh the the opportunity for some you're kind of You're competing
1: for a pre-existingly not a, a a non-existent yep. fan base.
2: Yeah. Right. So exactly. you are
1: basically starting two fan bases from scratch. It's really I mean, I don't know. I'm sure yep. they had their reasons,
0: but e- even even in a championship crazy. year we were we were having issues with not enough Rams fans in the building, you know, and and other teams that traveled where, well, uh, basically being the majority of the state of SoFi. And and you know what people will say?
1: People will say that it'll take time and it doesn't happen overnight. And look, I got a lot of buddies live out there. They're from Chicago. They're from Detroit. They're Lions fans. You know what I mean? They're, they're Bears fans. So it's (laughs) going to take, a uh, it's gonna take a new generation (laughs) to build it but I don't know that I really buy that right because like when the Houston Texans got a team stadium was packed right away Mm. when the Carolina Panthers and Jacksonville Jaguars got teams they all sold out season tickets right away stadium was packed right away with Panthers fans with Jaguars fans that's not the case with the LA teams and so you can't really make that's not a good argument to me because we've seen a bunch of other expansion teams that right away sold out with their home team fans wearing their home team colors,
2: yeah. being born and raised in l a, you know, it, it 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 actually pains me to say this, but l a is a market where you have to really earn. The fandom. And it's it's um it's not easy to do. We are we have a short attention span here. We're like goldfishes, you know. We we want we want winning now. And if we're not winning now, we're we're gonna check out. I will say it was it was the Super Bowl winning season for the Rams. It was really a nice thing to see young kids. Wearing Cooper Cup jerseys and Aaron Donald jerseys. And that is what gave me hope for, okay, this, we might be building something here. But then when you follow that up with a five and 12 season, it, it's, it, you know, kills a little bit of that luster, by the way, you mentioned, uh, that we may get a 500 season or just above 500. We are going to throw a parade if that happens. I'm telling you right <laughs> now, we're going to be very excited. Um, you know, Ross, I, I didn't get a chance, and this is this is how we do it on Welcome to the Bandwagons. We save the intro until kind of near the end of the interview, but you did, you know, I didn't get to mention that you played seven years as an offensive lineman with the, the Cowboys, the Bills, the Browns, the Patriots, and the Washington football team that once had a different name, played for Princeton. You are a man who has spent a lot of time on a football field. Um, you know, I'd love to know about that experience, but I'd also really love to know growing up, who was your team? What was your fan experience like? Um, did, did, what was what? Who were it's you? Got to be the Eagles, with? right? You. I mean, the you're, Eagles? you're
0: working with the Eagles right now, aren't you?
1: Yeah, diehard Eagles. I grew up outside of Philadelphia, so diehard Philly four for four. Flyers, Philly, Sixers, Eagles. Right. Um, huge Eagles fan, which is always weird, then, right? Because I played for at the time, at least, the Redskins, the Cowboys, in the same division against the Eagles. Yeah. And then you mentioned some of the other teams. So um, it's kind of funny. It's kind of come full circle because now I live back in the area close to where I'm from. And I do the Eagles preseason games on television. I do their pregame on the radio. And so uh, it's kind of hard not to get start to feel that again. Right. Like, obviously, when I was a player, I was like trying to kill the Eagles. And I never (laughs) really liked it that they didn't want me, you know, when I was a player. (laughs) Right. Um, but you get more and more removed from that, and the the people that were there then aren't there now, and the people that were making those decisions. So uh, it's cool. It's really cool because even though I'm a broadcaster and I got all these podcasts and I do all these college games for CBS or NFL games on the radio. Growing up around here, you know, it wasn't until people saw me on the Eagles preseason games. That they were like, dude, you're really good. It was so fun. I was watching the Eagles game and it was you. It's like, yeah, man, I've been doing this for 10 years, but until <laughs> you're doing the Eagles game, they don't care.